You're listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing chapter 114. Oh my god. Woo! Only. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're going to talk about 115 to 118, though, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a big deal. <laughs> for multiple reasons, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we're paying for your buck. Yeah. One episode, four chapters. <laughs> no waiting. So much content, 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 <laughs> content. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do our summary discussion and spoiler discussion like we always do. Let us do our summary of chapter 114. This chapter opens with an outline of what looks like Toru and Kyoko superimposed over a watery texture with the narration, the feeling of leaving someone behind. And it trails off. A mystery. <laughs> At Shito's house, Kaka runs past him and tells him to pretend that she isn't here. He asks if she's playing hide-and-seek, and it soon becomes apparent why she hid. Toru greets Shisho in the hallway. She sees the top of Kagura's head, but pretends not to see her. <laughs> Toru smiles, sort of bashfully, and bows and leaves. Once she's gone, Shisho asks if Kagura's avoiding her because of a fight. I wish it was that simple, Kagura says. I just don't know how to face her right now. I'll make some face and end up feeling like I lost. I hate the thought of acknowledging that part of me. She shouts as she punches the door that she was hiding behind. She so smiles and says, that is complicated. <laughs> Taking the property destruction in stride. Yes! <laughs> the property He's probably destruction... just like, this is normal. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, children. So nice to have children in the house or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kagura wishes that she would hurry up and get with Kyo. And she still remembers Toru asking how to break the curse earlier. And asks Kagura, then does she like Kyo? Of course she does, Kakura screams while punching through Shisho's door. It couldn't be any more obvious. At the very least, Kyokun likes Torukun. Kakura notices Shisho frowning and asks if that bothers him. I'm just worried, that's all. It must be my age. I wonder if she loves Kyo as another human being and not of anything as simple as pity, he says. And Kakura's eyes widen at the thought. Does that say, yet I will walk on? Toru asks Rin about a drawing that she was so focused on creating she didn't notice Toru come into her room. Rin slams the sketchbook shut. Immediately, and Toru says it's amazing how she can how she draws pictures. Rin says they're just scribbles, and that she's just killing time, and throws the sketchbook to the side. Toru picks it up and cradles it to her chest. Pictures that are filled with your feelings aren't scribbles. Everyone is precious, she says. Rin looks annoyed, but blushes, and she takes the sketchbook back and sets it down and asks why Toru came. Toru says that she was rude when she left the other day, and we see a flashback to their argument, quote-unquote argument. I, <laughs> I don't know if I classify this as an argument, but... That's how it's described in the text. <laughs> and the text never lies. I mean, <laughs> the, their disagreement where Toru revealed her concern for Kyo. Rin says that she doesn't care about that. I thought you didn't come because you didn't like people attacking him. Why Kyo? Why him of all people? She asks. He's the cat. You know what's going to happen to him. What his role is. How we all see him. You know all that, right? Is it sympathy? Rin asks. Toru looks up. In the other room, Kagura repairs the door that she smashed, and Shisho tells her about his grandfather, the previous cat. He had a partner. She took care of him, bore his child, attended his deathbed. Someone once asked how she was able to do all of it for that thing. I remember her answer, Shisho says, and we see a memory. The woman says, well, I felt sorry for him. Perhaps she had beautiful intentions, and certainly my grandfather may have been much happier with her than had he spent his days alone, but, Shisho says and trails off, and Kagura stands and leaves the room. In the room with Rin, Toru thinks about her conversation with Kakiru at school recently. He says, I need to be doing okay, too. I'm glad. She thinks, on my way home that day, my heart moaned. I was sad enough to cry. It was because I felt it again, the feeling of her fading away, changing into a memory. The loneliness, so terrible it tears me apart. The sadness. 
I don't forget those things, but I can't hold on to them as clear memories. No matter how much I gloss over it, no matter how much or how sincerely I promise, time marches on and they fade. It's so cruel. Toru stands and clutches at her shirt nervously. Cruel? Could these selfish feelings be sympathy? She says out loud. How terribly sad, she thinks. It's too sad, and yet it won't stop. I mean, she says, I say I want to protect all the members of the Zodiac and I want to free them, but that's only justification. I'm hiding my true feelings, covering them up like a coward, she thinks. The Toru that cared about Mom more than anything is becoming a memory and it won't stop. She remembers meeting Kyo and him taking her hand, and she starts to cry. I just... I don't want anything or anyone, not this whole family, not the curse, to take Kyokun away from me. Because Kyokun is the most important thing in my life. A teary-eyed Kakura runs in the room and slaps Toru across the face, hard, knocking her back into the wall. Is that how you really feel? Then go and tell him that, she shouts. Rin's eyes widen and she grabs Kakura by the collar and pushes her back. Stop it, don't push your own logic onto Toru, she says, and Kakura tells her to shut up. Do you honestly think that you have the right to hit her? Rin yells. Give me a break, do you think you have the right to hit her? Kakura hugs Rin. I'm sorry, she says, and Rin looks overwhelmed and distant. Hearing the commotion, Kunimitsu comes in to check on them and notices Toru has fainted and freaks out, and so does Kakura. In Toru's passed-out inner monologue, question mark, <laughs> she remembers speaking to Kyo through the sheets about her father. She thinks that back then she might have been testing Kyo, looking for an excuse to put the lid back on her feelings. She showed him something dirty about herself. If he hadn't accepted it, she would have had a way out. And she remembers her mother in the hospital. I feel like I'm betraying my mom, she thinks. And that really scares me. It makes me depressed and ashamed. I'm so unfair. So weak. So dirty. She remembers Kyo's words from that day. It's okay, it's not going to disillusion me or anything. In the present, Toru slowly opens her eyes. Kyo is sitting beside her. He smiles and asks how she's feeling. She blushes and says his name. So you had a fight with Kagura? And you even fainted, he says. She should called me to tell me, but it still took me a while to believe it. Are you okay? Seriously, I know she packs a punch. <gasps> oh, the fight, Toru says, sitting up suddenly. Earlier we were just, um, I don't know the details and I won't bug you about it, Kyo says resolutely, remembering Shisho's advice that men shouldn't interfere in fights between women, and when they do, <laughs> they pay the price. <laughs> Which is demonstrated in an adorable chibi panel. <laughs> so maybe she'll be like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, she's so smiling his, like, sagely smile and has his finger raised, like, never interfere in fights between women. It's very funny and cute. <laughs> also, probably good advice. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't interfere in a fight between anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Toru's like, oh, I see. Kyo asks if Toru will make Kagura apologize. Toru touches her scuffed cheek, and she says it's all right. They're both at fault. That's why I won't apologize either, she says. It doesn't matter what I do. It's not like all the inferiority will go away, she thinks. In another room, Kunimitsu comes to tell Kagura that Kyo and Toru are leaving. I don't plan to apologize, thank you very much, Kagura tells him. Uh, he points out that she apologized to Rin, and Kagura claims that she and Toru had a mutual agreement with their fists, and Rin <laughs> points out that she was the only one hitting. Men are lucky, Kagura pouts. They can trust other people with their dreams and wishes and things. She shows up into the room as she continues, looking back over her shoulder with tears in her eyes. I mean, honestly, those feelings are nothing like sympathy. They're not fake. I can trust her. Wow, that's stupid, Rin says. This is why you annoy me. Comfort me, Kagura says, burying her face in Rin's shoulder. Are they getting along better or what? Kunimitsu asks in the background as she shows smiles. Outside, Kyo and Toru walk home together. Toru starts to thank him for coming to get her, and he immediately tells her not to worry about it. She thinks of Kakura's forceful encouragement to tell Kyo about her feelings and clenches her fist, but the words won't come out. She shakes her head and thinks, I need to be brave. Tor looks back down the street behind her and over her shoulder and imagines her mother standing looking at her, face sullen, the same image of her mom from the beginning of the chapter. After a moment of panic, the apparition is gone. 
Kyo notices that she stopped. What, did you forget something? He asks. She looks back the other way toward him as he worries after her. I need to be brave, she thinks, and her expression relaxes. No, she says. She smiles and blushes, and then she closes the distance between them. The chapter closes on her thoughts. I won't close the lid. I know this won't stop anymore. The end. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a dun-dun-dun? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait till next time to find out. So I only give it two duns. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when it's not just like dun-dun-dun, but it's like dun-dun-dun. You know, like really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about, right? None of this is vague in any way. <laughs> It's like when I was trying to explain to Jane that I was singing the sailor song that dee 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 and it's like, I'm glad you understand what I'm talking about through text and not me having to sing it somehow to you. <laughs> anyway, this chapter, I was like, it's going to be weird for us to talk about this as a one-off, but I think there was a lot going on that yeah, we discussed. Yeah, there is. Surprised. Yeah, as I said, I was taking notes. I was like, there's a lot in this chapter, actually. Yeah, there's actually a lot. Yeah. Out of meat. Yeah. In a, which is good. It's the next part is completely unrelated. I mean, it's like, you know, in the in the gist of the rest of the story, it's all related, but it's completely yeah. unrelated to this thing that's happening right now. So yeah. it's good to just talk about it by itself, I think. But mm. um, yeah, there's a lot that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we just go from the top? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sometimes I go through these by like, OK, let's talk about this character was the focus. Let's talk about this first. Like mm-hmm. that's in case anyone's wondering how the wheels turn on this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes it's not completely random. I mean... <laughs> so in case you're wondering how the wheels turn, they don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of skid off to the side, like when you see a bicycle crash in a TV show. <laughs> like the, the, one wheel comes ro- the one wheel comes rolling back across the screen. <laughs> I was thinking like they show the bike and the front wheel's still spinning or whatever. The yeah. bent wheel's still spinning slightly. <laughs> yes. Um... Okay, I want to go from the top, because there's a lot that happened. Okay. So at the beginning, Kagura was already hiding from Toru, which I think is hilarious and mm-hmm. interesting. So I guess, I don't, we haven't seen Kagura for a long time. I don't even remember the last time, what chapter she was in. Um, she had the, like, the one appearance at the end with Rin, where she was like, let's stay up all night and argue, but... <laughs> oh, I meant, like, um, <laughs> But I don't know when her last, that. like, serious chapter was. <laughs> it couldn't have been the double date. It was... I mean, she. I guess she was there like New Year's, but I'm trying to think of a time where like she, she and Toru were together. I don't know about Toru. Um, I think we had her. Oh, she, well, there's all her Kyo stuff. Yeah, I was like, didn't we have her chapter with Kyo recently? But that would have been more recent. Yeah, probably. It's more recent than the double date. Yeah, for sure. But I'm kind of like, I mean, I guess there's time. You know, there's things that happen that aren't shown. Yeah. Um, perhaps, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm just like, how does she know how? To, well, and maybe Rin brought it up. Maybe somebody brought it up to her. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think. By showing, like, Kagura frequently interacting with Rin and knowing that, like, yes. Rin is BFFs with Toru, there's, like, implications <laughs> that they've, you know, interacted <laughs> in the meantime. Even Rin can know the warmth of friendship. <laughs> of a BFF. <laughs> Tor- she's, she like, a she's like, IDK might be FF Toru. <laughs> <laughs> Haru got them secret BFF bracelets. Yeah. And he, like, snuck half of it into Rin's pocket but he gave the other half to Toru and was like Rin this is for you from Rin and she freaked out yeah (laughs) (laughs) and wears it all the time (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) maybe maybe that's how she found out maybe that's Mm -hmm. why she doesn't want to see her he already knows that uh there's a developing situation between Kyo and Toru although that maybe that was also revealed during her thing with Kyo where Kyo was like I can't be with you anymore you know Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean, he never really wanted to 
see her that way in the first place, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> perhaps she gathered from all these things. But she's hiding up front, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then she has this conversation with Shisha where more is revealed about the cat. Mm-hmm. The previous cat. Yeah. It's after the part with Rin, but... Um, they have this... I feel like what happens is Shisho is tells her about, and we thusly learn about, the previous cat and kind of like, it is, I guess if you never think about, Shisho is like, my grandfather was the cat. And if you stop and think about that for five minutes, you're like, but the cat is isolated. So like, how do you end up having a, a child, the cat having a child and all this other stuff. So yeah, he f- explains that in case anybody was wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a woman who visited him and attended his deathbed even, which is... Um, a lot Mm -hmm. so and yet says that she did it all out of pity yeah and almost like inceptions this idea in Kagura's head that Toru is doing all this Toru cares about him out of out of pity Mm -hmm. yeah it's also interesting that he like like refers to it's like my grandmother my grandfather had a partner rather than like calling her his grandmother even though she obviously Mm -hmm. is (laughs) or like his my grandfather had a wife yeah or (laughs) something (laughs) yeah you know, Shisho could have a whole backstory as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure his family life was probably partially fucked up, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if there's, like, I don't know, disdain for, like, children of the cat, too. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Shisho, mm-hmm. we talked a long time ago about how Shisho is respect, very respected, mm-hmm. it seems, by yeah. the family. And that they all kind of, like, freaked out when he took Kyo in mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm not sure, like, how he ended up having that position in the family. Mm-hmm. But probably not because of his grandfather, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the child of the cat is... Probably saw some, at the very least, bitterness and teasing from other people in the yeah. family. <laughs> if not more. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, it's an interesting thing that we learn when he tells Kagura about that. Yeah. So, could be something that she didn't know, actually. Mm-hmm. It seems like it. It seems like he's... Like telling it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one thing that's happening. There's this conversation between Kagura and Kyo, or Kagura and Chisho and Kagura fixing the door, which is also hilarious. <laughs> Did I? We never started a property damage counter for, for Shisho's house, but we should have because yeah. didn't we make a joke about that a long time mm-hmm. ago? <laughs> um, the other thing that's happening is Rin is Toru's visiting Rin, so Toru goes in and Rin is drawing, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Her talent revealed. Yeah. Of her, like, immediately reflexively slamming the sketchbook <laughs> shut <laughs> when Tori shows up. It's a feel that I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I like how she was also so absorbed in it that she didn't notice Toru come in. So, like, it's the panel is just, like, Toru leaning over and being like, oh, does that say this thing? And then she slams it yeah. shut. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's like, cute she also throws it away. Yeah. You know? It's kind of cute because we've seen, like, in the past she's talked about how, like, she doesn't relax around other people. Like, how she, mm-hmm. like, she only ever, like, can fall asleep when, like, Haru's there and stuff. She was like, nobody could have touched me. It had to have been Haru. Yeah. It's like, so her being, nobody like, can watch me draw, but Haru. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of sweet. Like, it, it kind of implies that she's comfortable enough with Toru now that she's become a present she can, like, not pay that much attention to. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> BFFs! They're yes. BFFs! Like, like... <laughs> I do enjoy how she also, like, throws the notebook away. She throws the sketchbook away and Toru picks it up. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, the things that you make have value. You know, yeah. very sweet. Take a little moment to, rem- again, be a, a good friend and a good, kind person. Yes. <laughs> Validate your friends. <laughs> Validate your friends. Yes. <laughs> PSA? Yes. <laughs> but yeah. And then Rin 
takes it from her delicately and sets it down instead of mm-hmm. throwing it away or anything. Yeah. So it was nice, a nice little interaction between them. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting that, like, so Toru comes to, I guess, essentially apologize or whatever for being rude. And then Rin is like, I don't give a shit. But also, <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so she wasn't offended by the argument. Yeah. Also, nice. like, if she's like, I thought you were just staying, like, staying away because you didn't want people, like, trash talking Kyo. Like, yeah. You didn't like people trash talking Kyo. Yeah. <laughs> Which she probably doesn't. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no. And then this is Rin. She, Toru finally answers Rin's question. Mm-hmm. Actually, Rin was like, what's the most important thing to you? And she couldn't yeah. answer. And now she's finally able to say that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interesting things that I feel like happened in Toru's dialogue and inner monologue mm-hmm. in this chapter. But I want to kind of go through everything that happened first and then I want to talk about her, I think. Yeah. So so Toru says all of these things, which I want to talk about after. Um, but she v- reveals all these feelings. Then Kagura comes in, slaps her so hard that she hits, falls back and hits her head and faints. <laughs> Toru, let, let me, as one person who had a concussion to someone who clearly has a concussion. <laughs> Kyo's like, are you sure you're okay? It's like, she's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have reality issues with this. It's just personal scarring. Um, but yeah, so she passes out for them. And then Rin, we talked a lot, uh, I think in, this, in the spoilers recently about the Rin and Kagura sort of confrontation. Mm-hmm. There's a secondary confrontation that happens where Rin is like, what the hell? You can't just like hit people. Mm-hmm. And they argue about that. Yeah. Um, and then Kakura apologizes, mm-hmm. which is a strangely touching scene also, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I like that because it's like, it clearly like triggers Rin. Like <laughs> She has the like small pupil eyes yeah, like, that Takaya draws. Yeah. Like in the classic meaning scared. of triggered, like. Legit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, is le- it is a legitimate trigger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like just because like, and also like the stuff she says, she's just like freaking out and like repeating stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, like, give me a break, give me a break. You think you have the right to hit her? You think you have the right to hit her? Like, hit her. Yeah. She's known to do that mm-hmm. when she freaks out. She yeah. did that when she freaked out to Toru. Mm-hmm. So. And then like you can see like Kagura like instantly realizes like what the problem is and just like hugs her and apologizes. Which is mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Kagura is the kind of character, you know, her her boorish tendency is mm-hmm. to just do things without thinking about that, just act without thinking. Yeah. Right. So she she is frustrated with the way that Toru's acting, and then and physically takes that out on her, and then afterward, only afterward, realizes the the impact. Yeah. On Rin and Toru, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh crap! I didn't mean to hit her that hard." Like, yeah. uh, that's her. That's the I don't know. That's all Kagura's deal, right? Mm-hmm. Which we don't get to see a lot of her, you know, in, involvement in this story that much, but. It's interesting to kind of bring her back and see that she still has the same these same sort of like traits and issues essentially. Yeah. And then she doesn't. No one. Everyone decides not to apologize. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Toru and her dialogue. I want to spend time talking about this and her inner her <laughs> passed out inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she wakes up and she's like, "Was I asleep? I just yeah. <laughs> recently listened. I really listened to the episode where we where Rin had her freak out. Is it because we were just talking about it and she wakes up and she's like, was I asleep? And we were like, no, you passed out. <laughs> Just reminded me of that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so Toru, some of the things that Toru said that were interesting to me. So one thing that she said, she she sort of like previously, in her dialogue, it says like, I can feel her fading away like my mom fading away. Mm-hmm. The memories of, my mom's becoming a memory. 
And one time I think in this dialogue, she says the Toru that cared about mom more than anything is becoming a memory. Mm -hmm. So it's now like something that she's realizing about herself. It's not like she's forgetting her mom. It's like she's changing. Mm -hmm. And that's what she realized, I think, is, you know, like it's not just it's not that she can. And then she has these other interesting things that she says, like um, almost like she was trying to hold on to the feelings around her mother's death where she's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the loneliness, the sadness they're fading away those are becoming memories as opposed to something like i'm losing the happy memories of my mother Mm -hmm. or something i feel like it's a really interesting thought yeah it's like it's like she's been like trying to like make herself hold on to the grief yeah like if feeling like if she forgot the grief she was like betraying her mom in some way yeah i don't think we had an explanation like that earlier in the series Mm -hmm. um in terms of her thoughts and her like inner monologues and dialogue and stuff like that yeah I thought it was interesting. It's d- deeply sad, but mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting thought because, I mean, I think that's a thing people do where, like, if they, like, have some, like, feeling of happiness after something horrible has happened, they feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's normal to, you know, eventually move on from yeah. grief. I mean, that's, you know, the last stage of the, <laughs> the grief Acceptance. stages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's sort of feels like without realizing it, she's letting go. Mm-hmm. of those feelings and that's what bothers her yeah and she said the reason that she cried wasn't because like she remembered her mother or remembered that Kak- uh, kakiru was an asshole to her mm-hmm. it was because she felt like she felt the feeling of those things slipping away mm-hmm. yeah because like the thing in this chapter that she remembers him saying is the like like you look like you've been doing yeah, like, like you're doing better better like <laughs> she's like no i can't <laughs> I, I can't be doing better yeah <laughs> i promise to never be doing better yeah <laughs> her mom's like dude no yeah, no <laughs> don't promise that <laughs> and the hallucination and she's like it's okay yeah you can be happy <laughs> that's what a ghost sounds like right yes <laughs> rattling some chains move yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> swinging a like lead pipe threateningly in her like, yeah. jacket <laughs> get over me <laughs> um it paints a very clear picture of what's been going on. I think this is the culmination of, and we're about to move on from this, which is why I think it's good to talk about this chapter and then all the subsequent ones, mm-hmm. where she's like, I know that I can't change that I'm moving on mm-hmm. from this, that I feel I'm starting to. The pain that I felt is ebbing. <laughs> yeah. And we're about to see a shift. So mm-hmm. it feels like a good end point. But then yet her mom, this, so the the chapter is flanked. The beginning has this sort of like the feeling of being left behind where it has her mom. And then it's the exact same thing at the end of the chapter. That's the way that she imagines her mom standing in the alley behind her looking sort of like dejected and sullen. Mm-hmm. But then the sort of like resolution from that is like, I know that I can't, I know there's nothing I can do and that, mm-hmm. you know, things are going to move on. Yeah. It feels like, it seems like, like she still feels guilty about it, but has yes. kind of like accepted that she can't like hold on anymore. Yeah in that way which is why she says like i have to be brave at the end yeah brave about feeling guilty or whatever i guess yeah yeah something like that yeah, i understand sort of like, yeah it's kind of like i like like i have to face and accept this that you know this i'm changing as a person and moving on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if i'm scared to do that mm-hmm. it's a powerful thing to recognize mm-hmm. her sentiment in this chapter i feel like i recognize you know, like I identify with it. I mm-hmm. think it's a, uh, it's hard to when your worst enemy is yourself. 
yeah and to admit that mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah and we've talked about like like characters like who are self-aware and becoming self-aware like in this mm-hmm. series several times and i think it's kind of a, mm-hmm. a theme yeah a theme of like characters kind of identifying like what their issue is before even before they can like really address it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well the first step is admitting it yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so and i liked um we briefly talked about it but kagura like at the end saying like i can trust her about toru's mm-hmm. feelings i think is pretty interesting like we've seen her like like when way back at the beginning when they first met where she has like an initial kind of like jealous reaction but then like it's true you know, kind of like getting along with Toru now, but still having kind of a, you know, her competitive thing with her like relationship with Kyo. But at this point she's like, like I can trust her to like, like her feelings are genuine and she'll take like good care of him basically. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like Shisho kind of acknowledges, there's an interesting panel that was really hard to describe. So I just didn't in my <laughs> summary where it's like his, his face when Kagura is saying those things, he has this like very serious expression. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the text. Let's try to describe it now. <laughs> it's sort of like concern, but then in the next scene, he's kind of smiling. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like I it's, it's kind of like realization. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a like, I hope I can too kind of expression. Mm. Like It does look sort of like trepidatious. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's like, like, I don't think he's suspicious of Toru. I think he's just wary and protective of Kyo. He's a good dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Everybody like wants their children to be happy. Yeah. And so, like, I think, like, you know, Kagura's declaration, like, made him, like, maybe, like, move toward being, like, this is fine, but also, like, still, still being a little wary of it. Like, I hope this is, like, I hope this turns out well kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to interpret it because it's it's not very clear yeah. what how he feels. It doesn't, it definitely doesn't look happy, though. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look relieved. Yeah. Kagura's like, I've definitely lost and I have 100% faith in this person. Mm-hmm. Like how she says, like, men can trust each other with their, or whatever, guys can trust each other with their feelings and hopes and wishes and stuff like that and it's like what are you talking about like, you know? but like i guess what she's saying is like what she says is that she thinks Tor is genuine mm-hmm. so that's the important takeaway i guess yeah i do love her like shonen manga we have an understanding with our fists <laughs> <laughs> and rin's like you were the only one who hit yeah <laughs> and kunimitsu's just like really yeah like it's really funny he's like i was the one who made sure that she was still alive yeah so you know <laughs> <laughs> Kimitsu's like I'm the only good child in this household (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like a good place to get knocked out is probably a dojo probably isn't the first time that happened they're probably well trained in first aid yeah (laughs) especially if they're training like Kagura and Kyo and people like that Haru yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's true and Yuki theoretically Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) I do love how everyone just goes to Shisho's house to like (laughs) vent their emotional problems (laughs) He's not a cool dad. He's a regular, or he's not a regular dad. He's a cool dad. Yeah, <laughs> I ruined my own joke. <laughs> As usual, I mean, he's like, it's <laughs> like you guys need snacks, condoms. <laughs> <laughs> when she brings the drinks, I forget. He's like, you guys keep me young. Yeah. <laughs> he's just in there dancing to milkshake. You know. <laughs> Obscure Mean Girls references. <laughs> I feel like we've aged ourselves many times on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's not even that bad. I feel like we've definitely uh, done worse. <laughs> Amy Poehler is a queen. Everybody knows that. <laughs> She's a time, timeless actress. <laughs> Any other non-spoilery things that we should talk about? 
Any other cute oh, things? Oh, um, no, I do have something. Okay. I think the specific wording in part of, like, Toru's, like, inner faint monologue, um, <laughs> the part where she's talking about how, like, she said, like, that maybe part of me was testing Kyo, I oh, yeah. showed him how dirty I am, if he hadn't accepted me after that, I would have put the lid back on everything, is, like, a really strong parallel to, uh, the true form arc. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. With the whole thing where, like, they talk about, like, if you, if... The whole idea that, yeah. like, if Toru had, like, turned away at that point, he, like, never would have come back or any of that. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, if you're... She's, like... She's, like, I'm gonna show you the worst... Feel like... The thing I feel, like, the most guilty about, the thing that's, like, the worst about myself. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, I'm going to hurt you so badly that you won't come back. Yeah. Like, Toru comes back, and Kyo and their conversation is, like, it's okay, I won't... Whatever you do is not gonna change the way I think about yeah. you. Yeah, they're both just, right. like the other person just accepting them after they've mm-hmm. shown their like what they think is their worst side yeah the way what they i think it's interesting that it's what they think is their worst mm-hmm. things about them yeah so the things they're most insecure about yeah and then she's like i, I would have used it as an excuse to mm-hmm. run away from this yeah. <laughs> feeling but you're out of options you just have to accept mm-hmm. that you're in love yep <laughs> it's like, too bad it backfired that person accepted you <laughs> accepted the hell out of you <laughs> accepted the hell out of you <laughs> what are you gonna do now what are you gonna do now with your perfect relationship huh <laughs> you gonna confess gonna live happily ever after <laughs> I guess we'll find out sometime there's like uh, how many chapters left 20-ish yeah um, I should know. I don't know we're on volume 20 we just start volume 20 and it ends with volume 23, 23. which is a truncated volume we have 10 episodes yeah. left, so whatever that means yeah. in chapters. <laughs> I hate my volume 20. This is the one I bought used, like, years later, because I realized <gasps> suddenly that for some reason I didn't have volume 20. And the, the... So random. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. And the, oh, the pages the are, like, orange. <laughs> it's like, how did that happen? Stored... It looks like a book from, like, the 1800s. Like <laughs> Stored directly in the sun. Yeah. Facing, not, yeah. not the spine, <laughs> the pages. Yeah, facing out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone put it backwards in the borders shelf, and then it stayed there. Yeah, <laughs> for like, like fifty years, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, time actually moves a different speed inside of borders. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know that, but that's part of why they failed as a company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> for our time, our earnings are great. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been. 20 human years, but in Borders years, it's been 99. <laughs> well, the good news is we're going to cover this in this volume in three episodes. So you don't have to look at it very long. <laughs> no. Only not next episode, but next next episode, then you'll be, we'll be yeah. done with 20. It's also got to like, crack down the spine that makes the pages want to fall open to a certain page. What were they doing? <laughs> what did they do to your book? Did it fall out of the shelf and then get bent? Someone stepped on it and it got bent open and then they were just like, oopsie boopsie, and put it back on the shelf. Backwards, yeah. (laughs) Yes. In the future, no one will understand any of the references we're making because all shopping is going to be online. Yeah, because they're like, what are books? Never leave their house again. (laughs) It's like when... So we study like him for history, history of like uh, information design. I took a history of information design class with my art degree skills, <laughs> and 
the first thing you study is like a codex and we're like what the fuck is a codex <laughs> or like the scrolls where you had to open a scroll and a codex was better yeah. we're like yeah and like books will be like but you can just command f in a pdf <laughs> why would you need a, a table of contents in a book <laughs> anyway again dating ourselves <laughs> i feel like okay <laughs> i want to talk about some spoilers all right shall we do that yeah let's okay next time 115 to 118 it's gonna be a big chunk it'll be a good time party yeah woo (laughs) (laughs) not a regular podcast host a cool podcast host (laughs) all right thank you all for listening we'll see you next time (laughs) if you're gonna drink i'd rather you do it in the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't think of any (laughs) more all we did was make her face smell like a foot <laughs> anyway okay i don't did we say goodbye probably not we, we have a bad habit of having tangents right before we say goodbye so. mm-hmm. <laughs> all right thank you all for listening we'll see you next time bye-bye bye Hey, we're back to have another tangent. Yes. I mean, talk about spoilers. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> the I want to talk about the very first part, the very first panel okay. as a spoiler. So the reason, at first I thought it was young Kyoko and not Toru. I stared at her bangs for a long time <laughs> to decide who it was. Then I read the next chapter, and it's a good thing I did because the next one has an outline of Akito and Akira. So I'm pretty sure... It's Toru and Kyoko, and then that then echoes the next chapter 115, mm-hmm. the opening, is Akito and Akira, and it says, it's like, the feeling of, it's the, like, the feeling of leaving someone behind, is what it says about what it says in Toru's chapter, mm-hmm. and then the feeling of being left behind, yeah. which is what's in 115, mm-hmm. so. We have the great dichotomy mm-hmm. between... Uh, Toru and Akito yeah. exposed in these, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about, about them as like foils in the past, but it, it, I think it really starts to get cranked up at this point of all the like parallels and stuff between Akito and Toru. I just think it's interesting the stuff that's coming up with Akira. Like, I don't have anything specifically interesting to say, but when you look back, it's kind of like I wonder what influence Akira really had in the family and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then, like, what's coming, of course, is all this, like, conflict between, Re- like, Ren and Akira and Akira and a- what Akira said to Akito and Akito and Ren mm-hmm. and the-, the crux of all that issue. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's interesting, like, where they have that direct parallel coming up and, like, obviously, like, mm-hmm. it, like felt someone abandoned by Akira. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was, like, hanging on to that, like, yeah. relationship in kind of the same way that Toru was hanging on to her, the relationship Toru with is. her mother. That's true. And um, another thing this chapter made me think of is uh, the, like, description of the relationship between uh, Kazuma's grandfather and his partner and Ren and Akira. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like, like Ren is obviously convinced that it was, like, true love, but, like, the way it's displayed <laughs> is kind of like, she's, yeah, she's very, just like, oh, like you poor thing. Like, nobody understands you, but I do. Mm-hmm. Like Akira is an interesting character. I wish we could have had mm-hmm. more scenes with him too because he seems so mm-hmm. aloof. Like even though he goes to the maids and he's like, "No, Red understands me" mm-hmm. or whatever. 
it's really interesting how we like almost we never really see his face like he has i guess this is getting into a lot of stuff that's coming next time but he has this sort of like ethereal quality that is even portrayed in the way that he seems to approach Mm -hmm. his relationship with ren or what we see of his relationship with ren where it's like he's just kind of there like he's kind of also (laughs) like floating around in an ethereal Mm -hmm. Moreno-ish way sort of being like sadly in the background and then trying to get Ren to interact with Akito that's like Mm -hmm. the main thing that we see yeah but he doesn't seem particularly attached to her but it doesn't really seem particularly even attached to Akito but like you know other than holding her like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like yeah it's interesting Mm -hmm. seems like a weird character yeah well he was like yeah, which says a lot. Mm-hmm. About yeah, Akito, well, it's but... it's shown like he has like he had a very fleeting life and was pretty isolated for it. So, just like Akito, because like it seems like it was known like from a young age that he was sickly and was gonna die young. So, they're like scrambling to find a person yeah. to produce an heir, essentially. Yeah, Ren does seem to have this sort of like delusion about mm-hmm. their relationship. She's like, we were perfect, and you know, the only person who can be close to him is yeah. me, and all this other crazy stuff. Um, Mm-hmm. hyper possessive things it is a really interesting that you a point like an interesting point that you made that akito clings to her relationship with akira like toru mm-hmm. clings to her relationship with her mom yeah slightly different with the same negative impact in the end i think mm-hmm. which is i mean obviously why they're sort of foils but yeah like <laughs> that yeah that like reluctant re- reluctance to move on being like something that kind of hampers them for a while and then them finally being able to let it go being part of what lets them grow as people yeah i always thought of them as being foils specifically because of like akito wanting to keep the zodiac together as a group and toru wanting to sort of have you know have the zodiac you know say that she wants to sort of like care for the zodiac Mm -hmm. as a whole right and and that Mm -hmm. um you know and not wanting not wanting things to change with her mom specifically and those things being the thing that kind of make them foils, but I think the I never really considered Akito and Akira's relationship as being similar to Toru and Kyoko's post death, right? So mm-hmm. interesting. I'm trying to think if there's anything else specific. It's like Kakura's not really coming back until that like one little sassy time with mm-hmm. Momiji, but she's kind of she's out. I feel like we had a couple chapters where it's like, that's their last appearance for certain characters, right? Yeah. Like Komaki. I mean, it's her only appearance, I guess, for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, maybe there's a small thing, but not nothing big. Same with Kagura. Yeah. Yeah. Rin so has she's, some other She's things. around. She just doesn't really do much after this point. Mm-hmm. Really, it's kind of the like conclusion of her deal, so. Mm-hmm. There's no more, no more chance of her being with Kyo, it seems, so. Yeah, like, we've her seen her deal, deal with up. her. We've seen her deal with her, like jealousy i guess her guilt before about like her relationship with kyo and able to like kind of air all that out with kyo and now this is kind of tighten up the last loose end for her Mm -hmm. making sure that he's with someone who has genuine feelings of love also Mm -hmm. next time is gonna be this big confrontation where so next time karina's getting stabbed yeah i was gonna say i almost said it when but we weren't in the spoilers yet when we said party i was gonna be like knife party (laughs) knife party (laughs) Shikuri's like, I wasn't actually going to cut his guts open. Or Tori's like, I wasn't actually going to cut his guts open. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Knife party. 
well ren is the one who brings the knife so. yeah <laughs> Uh, just everything gets out of yeah, hand. It's like Ren was gonna stab Akito, then Akito was gonna stab Ren, and then Akito did stab Karino. Yeah, you know they say that like you shouldn't have a weapon if you can't handle it. You shouldn't have a weapon for self defense if you can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then also like Hero's curse is gonna break, and Momichi's curse is gonna break. Mm-hmm. In these, this is all happening in four chapters. Yeah. Party. Yeah. Every... yeah this is like feather party. <laughs> yeah. Lots of feathers. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, from here on out, it's kind of like everything happens so much. Like, <laughs> I know. So this next episode is going to be four chapters. The next next episode is also going to be four chapters. Spoiler, mm-hmm. people get the secrets. Um, yeah. Question mark. <laughs> and then I don't know, I forget how I split them up, but like it's kind of a couple big chunks right now, so we need to do those, and then yeah. it's broken up sort of weirdly for the next rest of the series. So, mm-hmm. But these are the big chunks. Yeah, this is the I... shoujo moment we've all been waiting for. Question mark with knives, <laughs> with knives, <laughs> and terrible accidents. Yeah, other various terrible mm-hmm. accidents. But yeah, it's like all this like actiony stuff kind of like happens all at once, and then mm-hmm. it's like kind of just wrap up stuff after that. So uh-huh. it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's the big uh, it's just, the uh, it's the, the climax. climax and then the denouement. Yes. <laughs> Got a one and a half volume data mall. Yeah. <laughs> As they say. There's still a lot of things to be wrapped up, though, after, because it's like you mm-hmm. have to have all these, like, Kyo has to visit his dad. Like, there's pe- there's still... These are the main issues. Like, the main issues are Toru getting over her mom, or, like, you know, a- addressing, recognizing, and moving on from the feelings of, of grief over her mother's death. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Akito's struggle... That's really based on the situation that happened between Ren and Akira and Akito. It's like yeah. not even really to do with the Zodiac. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is kind of, but it's all related to her personal yeah. family issues, actually. Mm-hmm. So dealing with that, those two main issues are coming to a head in the next eight chapters. Yeah. And then all the other things are fallout, as stated. So, mm-hmm. Denouement, as stated. Yes. <laughs> I took a literature class. Yeah, I was going to say, it's <laughs> educational using literary terms. <laughs> <laughs> In-depth literary themes. analysis. Themes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cool. I don't have any other things that I want to talk about. We'll have a shit ton to talk about next time. Yeah. So I uh, hope everybody's excited for that. Mm-hmm. Again, as always, bring snacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drink during the podcast. Yeah. As maybe, stated. Maybe, yeah. maybe bring Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> You gotta stay hydrated while you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Bring Pedialyte if you're like one of the advanced <laughs> people who understands. <laughs> anyway. I think anyone's made like a cocktail with Pedialyte. I 100% believe <laughs> that people have made cocktails with Pedialyte. I don't even have to Google it. I'm going to Google it. It's how you avoid the hangovers. <laughs> Pedialyte. There's an article. There's an article that says Pedialyte cocktails. Why didn't we think this sooner? <laughs> I don't think we said goodbye again. I think we <laughs> it happens. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time for a long, long episode. Four chapters would be a good time. Long, long, long. <laughs> long, long. That's just a reference that everyone should get. And if you. If you haven't, DM me and I'll just send you a video privately. It's fine. You don't have to admit to the world, but you need to see it. 
<laughs> long, long episode. <laughs> My favorite part is the ridiculous saxophone music yeah. in the background. <laughs> and also the like building storyline. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> Coming soon, our podcast about the Sakura Gumi yeah. commercials. <laughs> My favorite is when the friend is like, they're the same. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no! <laughs> okay, for real. <laughs> Next time we'll talk about 115-2018. We'll see you all then. Thanks for listening as always. Bye-bye. Bye. I switched it up. I'm sorry. I didn't give you a cue. <laughs> Hello, it's Ellen. If you want to send us a question, you can find us on Twitter at StayTogetherPod, on Tumblr at StayTogetherPodcast.tumblr.com, or you can send us an email at staytogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Kayla and I want to keep creating podcasts and keep them ad-free. So if you like what you're listening to, please consider giving to our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash staytogethernetwork. Thank you always for listening and for all your support. We'll see you next time.